Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Thrive in EDU podcast. I am Rochelle Danae Poth. This is season two, episode 25. And if you listened to my last episode, I hope that you <laughs> finished listening and then didn't listen to it again because it seems as though, and I need to fix this, but there was some issue with the anchor recording syncing. And so it recorded the episode twice in the same episode. So uh, it was really kicking off new ideas for the new year. But some things never change, and that is every day making and embracing the mistakes that I make. So anyway, new year, some different ideas, things I've been trying in my classroom. It has been busy so far, just trying to pick back up after the break and, uh, you know, roll out some new ideas with in my classes, some tools that I've been using or that I used years ago, and then some that have been on my list to try, plus trying to come up with midterm exams, assessments of some sort, which typically I would give, um, you know, a traditional test written part for my students, and then also some other authentic piece for them to create something with different prompts or some choices for them. However, with us being in hybrid and most of my students actually staying virtual, the paper option is not really an option. And so coming up with something that's a suitable alternative that will work wherever the students are. And also, since I am doing the battle with the online translators, it has not been an easy feat. So still working on that and uh, we'll see how it goes, but it'll be something that I'll take and I'll learn from it and, you know, do better the next time if that's what needs to be done. So for today's episode, it's something that I have been thinking about in the last couple of weeks about what I like about teaching this year or even last year, the virtual, the hybrid, the changes that we've had to make because of circumstances and not trying to focus on the negatives. And while there are a lot of things that I don't like, and I'm sure that many educators do not like and families, students don't like about the virtual and the way schools are right now, there are some things that I've noticed that I've started to think about that I think really are quite beneficial. And I, I definitely miss being in the classroom with my students and being able to see them, to interact with them, to understand where they are for learning purposes, but also build those relationships and for them to have that time with their peers. I know that as a teacher for many years, I kept myself isolated and that was by choice. And now I am way more social, even though I, I do sometimes say that I'm an introvert. Uh, some people might argue with me on that, but I've heard a lot of people, other educators uh, whether it's, you know, they're in the classroom teaching or they're teaching and they're consulting or even listening to some people who do a lot of presentations and even keynotes who have often said that they consider themselves to be an introvert. I sometimes feel that way too, but I've tried to do better and, um, you know, get out there and make more connections. But for some, you know, being able to be at home and work from home or learn from home can be a little bit more comfortable than what might be uh, something, you know, an experience that happens in the classroom space, because we know it's not always positive. There are things that happen every single day in classrooms all around the world. And uh, sometimes it's not the best experience for the teacher, for the students. So being on your own, in your own space can become more comfortable. And that's the way that it was for me, because for years I was kind of keeping to myself because I was having some challenges. And I was afraid to, to tell anybody about that because I thought, I thought that People would think that I was a bad teacher and my, my students might 
think that you know because I was reaching out and asking for help, maybe they would know that or something. And I would I thought that I would be perceived as weak, even though I already felt that I was definitely weak in terms of teaching. But uh, I know way better now that we need to make sure that we're connecting and learning and putting ourselves out there. And so while I, I didn't mind being at home and teaching from home because I definitely feel felt more comfortable and you know worrying about the safety for everybody, that was the decision that was made and I was fine with that. It wasn't ideal because trying to balance and make sure the students are tuned in and have access to devices. Although now, fast forward about six months from the start of the school year, we have a lot uh, of things in place for our students. They have devices. We have um, students that have access to the Wi-Fi. They're able to come in for support as they need it. And so it's definitely different now. But before, it was a little bit of a struggle and challenge to think about how are we going to provide all of the things that we need to provide for our students and for their families when we're not in that same physical space? So focusing on some of the negatives uh, because we were frustrated or there were some challenges or things were making us anxious, that's, I, I think that's a natural part of it, right? At least that's what I tell myself. But I've tried to think about some of the positives that have come from it. So I know for educators, that we had to make that quick change to, okay, we're fully online uh, over the course of a weekend and prepare. We've had a lot of time to connect, to collaborate, to have some different trainings, to try new ideas, take some risks. And I, I know that we're all doing a lot of different, maybe new innovative things that we've maybe potentially never thought about doing in our classrooms. So we've become more comfortable with maybe technology or different methods or uh, giving students more independence in learning, being okay with certain changes and things not necessarily being the way that they always were. We, I, for many years thought, oh yeah, this is the best way to do this. So I'm going to keep doing it this way. And no, I don't need to change because it's working. But I was only basing that based on my own perception, not asking for the feedback from students or anybody. So taking all of this in and over the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking about if we start the next school year and everything is able to go back to the way that it was two years ago is what it would be. Have to do the math. <laughs> yeah. Two years ago. What would I want? Would I want it to be that way? Would I want it to go back to the way that it was with everything normal? Everybody's in the classroom. All the same, same things that we were doing would be back to the way it was. Or what would I want to bring from this whole experience this past year so far and then for the next six months as it most likely will continue, what would I want to carry over? And here's, here are some of my thoughts. I like that we don't have to make up snow days, that if it comes to the safety of students and educators, uh, because maybe the weather is bad, but not bad enough for closing and we would typically have a two hour delay, then instead of losing that instructional time and cutting down the class periods, instead we have just a fully online day and we don't lose any of those minutes. Everybody stays at home. Everybody is safe. That is something that I hope that will continue. I also hope that for some students that don't have, for whatever reason with scheduling, maybe they can't get all of the classes that they want because maybe they have a lab or some other type of activity that only takes up two or three days of their schedule, but they can't fit in a course that they really want to take. 
So maybe having these options in place where we've been teaching fully virtual or hybrid, now students can take advantage of some of those courses by being able to join in asynchronously, for example. Or maybe if students have an opportunity where they can do um, a job shadow and instead of really fully missing the class period that day, maybe at certain points they can actually join in from wherever they are. Or maybe they can do an independent study and for a day they can take a lesson asynchronously. Just thinking outside of the box. Uh, for schools that have been doing hybrid teaching, depending on the way that it's set up, a lot of schools are doing the two groups with two days for group A, Wednesday is asynchronous, everybody's out of school for cleaning, and then the other group comes Thursday, Friday. I have really been thinking about this one, and I don't even know if it's a possibility, but I think, wouldn't it be nice, interesting, different, I don't want to define it as only one thing, but a possibility. Wouldn't it be a good opportunity potentially if Wednesdays, maybe not every Wednesday, but maybe one Wednesday every month or one or two Wednesdays every grading period, those days were asynchronous so that students had time, they were at home, they could work on different whatever activities, maybe they had to catch up on things, maybe they wanted to prepare a study for a test. Teachers would have time to maybe schedule individual meetings with students. Uh, plan ahead, work with their, their peers and do some collaborations. Maybe for students that while they're working asynchronously, having opportunities where they could potentially do a job shadow on those days or take a course or in, get involved in some type of you know, extracurricular enrichment activity where they're not really missing a full school day that's in person, they can do the work that's set up for an asynchronous lesson, but take advantage of other opportunities. Also, what I think is important when it comes to family engagement and making sure that we are communicating from school to home and home to school, having meetings and events in the, in the evenings or during the day and then finding that time to really connect with families, to have a meeting, to have a conversation, if we had more than just that parent-teacher conference day or that open house night where we could have meetings set up with families throughout the day or be available for those meetings during the time that maybe those families have made available, I think Wednesdays will be good for that as well. Uh, there are a lot of possibilities that we could use for days like that. I think that it would be really beneficial and even for teachers and maybe school districts who are looking at professional development that tends to come only a few times throughout the year, aside from when teachers might go out of the district or participate in something on their own, perhaps having days like that where it is asynchronous when it's split, where teachers have the day where they've set aside the assignments for students and they have time for planning, they have time for their own PD, uh, PLC time, whatever it is that they need. I just think that that is an opportunity because we've all gained experience in building our skills in teaching virtual, synchronous, asynchronous, hybrid, that we should look at what those benefits are. What does that time, what do those spaces enable us to do? And I need to give it some more thought, but I thought I would just put it out there and see, what do you think? What do you think about that? Because I know for me right now, having Wednesday where we're at home because of the cleaning in the school, and I'm available for students, but I also, it gives a break, it gives you a chance to catch up, to connect with students, to connect with families, to have meetings with your colleagues, with your administrators. 
It gives students a chance that if they want to sleep in and get up at 11 and then do all their work before the end of the school day, they can do that, especially since we're spending so much time online right now. So I'm thinking that when we go back to the new school year, if we find that we are back to the way it was, what can we take from this whole experience that's going to really amplify what our potential is and what the potential is for opportunities that we can offer for our students, that we can have for ourselves, and also that as a whole, as a school and the school community, we can benefit from. So throwing that out there, a little bit shorter today, but just something that's been on my mind. Would love to hear your feedback, your ideas. What are some things that you think are great from this whole experience? What are your takeaways? What are you using as kind of the motivation, yeah, I'm doing this differently because I have this opportunity. Uh, what is something that maybe has been a challenge that you've turned around now? Let me know. Would love to hear from you. Also invite you to join my Thrive in EDU community on Facebook. We go live on Mondays and Fridays, usually around 5 p.m. Eastern. Interview, have some guests, talk about education, have some fun. Would love to have you join us there. Invite your colleagues and the members of your PLN to join us in that community. And as always, I thank you for listening. No, no guarantees about the next episode, but um, would love to have you join again. Have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.